When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is a Planners and Wine production. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Reality and Wine. This is your girl, Meg. Welcome to 2022. Um, And I am here with my girl, Plant with Lore, to talk everything the new season of The Bachelor. Lore, how are you? I am good. We're here in 2022, mm-hmm. hanging out. We got a new season of The Bachelor, yep. so it means I get to do my favorite thing, which is podcast with you. Yeah, same, same. And I feel like, <laughs> you know, I feel like the world is just back in balance. Like, The Bachelor is starting in January, which is the natural right. order. You know, Michelle and <laughs> Nate are still together and flourishing, and we're going to talk about them in just a little bit. And, you know, things are just good. All is good in Bachelor Nation right now. And I'm actually excited to watch this season because, like we were just talking about off air, like Clayton is about to give us he's about to give us something I I I feel it yeah I don't well and if Clayton doesn't give us something I feel like his season will because like and I know we're gonna dive into this Mm -hmm. later but like I still think Clayton is as boring as a rock but (laughs) I don't think that this season will be and I'm excited for it and also too this was our first like this was our first break we got I mean mind you it was Mm. only for like two weeks mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> last year was just non-stop with season yeah. after season and episode after episode so yeah it was a yeah. it was a nice it was a nice break so yeah um so but before we do that let's go into a little bit of bachelor tea and it's crazy because i feel like me and lore <laughs> we both noticed this at the same time at two different places in the world and we were like texting each other like what <laughs> So Nate and Michelle obviously spent New Year's Eve together. They went to some super fun looking party and literally how do I get an invite? I know seriously. Were they in like were they in California or New York? I guess they were in Minnesota probably. Probably. You think they were? Oh, I guess they were in Minnesota Minnesota because Joe lives there. I keep forgetting. (laughs) Yes, and Joe was there and they took pictures with him and posted them like they were all just like buddies. And I heard this on um, Nick Vial's podcast because they were talking about this too, that them being able so quickly after the season wraps to be able to do that and just be amicable and friendly probably lets us know that it was never going to be Joe she probably I don't know when she realized it wasn't going to be him because it was I feel like she wouldn't be able to hang out with Brandon like or Brandon wouldn't be able to hang out with them like that you know what I'm saying what do you think about that yeah no and I also think you made a good point because Meg and I discussed off air about how we we don't think that Michelle slept with um Joe Mm -hmm. and so I think I I retract my previous statement (laughs) um (laughs) swipe it from the record yes (laughs) so um I I and I think this kind of really solidified it for me Mm -hmm. I think it's really awesome that they can get all three of them together and that there's no bad blood I think it really shows the maturity of all three of them Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. you know and I'm excited I think it could be really fun like if they started their own little crew now I mean like it'd probably be weird like if I was Joe's girlfriend and like we hung out with his like ex and yes like a friend but like you know, say lovey. I will like, that much that bad. Right, right. The only way I will be able to do it if maybe, you know, Joe and I had some back, you know, stage or, you know, private conversation where he was just like, you know, I wasn't really that into Michelle. I was just kind of going along <laughs> with the show. That yeah, would explain why exactly. they're able to just be so chummy too. And clearly him and Nate were very close um during the process. So yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, still my my favorite Nate quote was or was it Nate or was it Brandon? Maybe it was Brandon. But when they were in Fantasy Sweet Week and he was like, mm-hmm. I mean, we were bros and now we're foes. And I was like, oh. <laughs> that definitely was Brandon because he talks it was like Brandon. a teenager. <laughs> 
he's a teenager in a lot of ways with his cute cute self I know. Oh my gosh. I didn't I didn't include this in the rundown, but I also too want to say I've been hearing a lot of people rumbling about like remember how in um with Michelle and Nate they gave a $200,000 deposit to start their career and kind yes. of like, you know, all of these people. And so there've been a lot of speculations and I would say the one that I agree with the most and I think mm-hmm. you even said this. So Meg's breaking the breaking news as always. Yeah. Um but they really think that like Michelle isn't going to turn into an influencer Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. a lot of people who have kind of talked about like why did they choose Michelle and nobody else is like they truthfully believe that like Michelle is going to be and has been okay I'm gonna go on the bachelorette we're gonna have fun maybe I go to a couple appearances here in Minnesota like once Mm -hmm. or twice a year but like I plan on going back to school I plan Mm -hmm. on living my life I plan on doing all of these things and so I feel like first off like you know bachelor nation was like if there's a couple we can kind of like guarantee this with it would be them I think um Mm -hmm. and on top of that like you know she like we said before maybe won't make the influencer money that some of the other people do Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and so this just kind of gives them a leg up I mean what of all of the seasons that we've had for the past year and a half they're the only one together Mm -hmm. that's crazy you know, yeah, that literally we've had like five crazy seasons. because <laughs> I guess is it Ari and Rachel are like the last like bachelor and bachelorette who are still with their, you know, final in quotations for Ari, but final <laughs> person yeah. besides mm-hmm. Michelle. Well, I guess Matt James too, but um, yeah, but they never got engaged, yeah. which not to say that like yeah, you can't have didn't. we've seen so many people go on the bachelor and then have really successful relationships and not mm-hmm. get engaged. So I don't want that to to say anything, yeah. but um I don't know. And then I think with the controversy sweet. too, like if yeah. people, if they would have wrote them a check for 200K after all that, they oh weren't even gosh. together at the, after the yeah. final rose. They didn't get back together until after, after yeah. the final rose. So yeah, it just wouldn't yeah. even made sense in the Matt situation. But man, I know. I know, I know Rachel, you know, as far as Rachel and Matt has to be looking at that, like, why the did I go to that confederate <laughs> ball? That could have been me Literally. with that 200K. <laughs> But she's That's she's like, living her best life as an influencer with her man, so I'm sure she's fine. But woo. literally, and Matt's about to release his book, which you know I'll definitely read and yeah, and report back. <laughs> as, and Matt's really into like cryptocurrency, like he mm-hmm. like talks a lot about NFTs and things like that. So I'm just like, you know, Matt, maybe this wasn't your demographic. Like, so happy mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you went on the show. <laughs> you found right. love. We love that. Right. But like you know yeah um, yeah and I think if they're gonna keep doing this you know house down payment or whatever thing to people who are genuinely real people like Michelle and I feel like Michelle let us know that she wasn't in this for the fame when she pushed back even being the bachelorette to finish her school year with her students and let me tell you teaching right now is pure hell so the fact that she yeah. actually did that <laughs> and pulled through like <laughs> she's in it for the long haul so 100%. it's amazing that they could really support them in their relationship because you know relationships are hard marriage is hard and not having to worry about money right off the bat is gonna yeah. really give them a, a real chance I don't, I don't see them doing the two hundred thousand dollars for all the couples mm-hmm. like I doubt Clayton gets one mm-hmm. he's already too messy like you know, and he's fully I, gonna push into this influencer thing because I don't. Oh well, he's like a he's already moving. He's already moving right now. Yeah, like he's his already whole moving. thing yeah. is like, oh, I'm this small town boy, and like he's already moving to Arizona. Like, you know, which like, okay, mind you, Arizona is not like a New York or like mm-hmm. L.A., but like, mm-hmm. is could be a big city for him. Yep, you know, like yep. he's already moving that over. So, um, yeah, I'm calling it. He's gonna be some type of sportscaster host, oh, maybe. Honestly, real estate or something something like that I could see for him honestly as we get into Jesse Palmer the new host Mm -hmm. is that his name Jesse Palmer yes Yes. I always reminds me of an Arnold Palmer (laughs) I can't even I'm I'm not gonna speak (laughs) um but I like could see him being him like in 10 years like truthfully truthfully he's gonna have the exact same trajectory as Jesse Palmer absolutely yeah. and when jesse palmer you know messes up in a decade and says something racist then <laughs> welcome clayton our new host <laughs> the bachelor bachelorette so but yeah, yeah. i mean that, that's really the only big tea we had i mean mind you we only mm-hmm. had two two weeks off so yes. there wasn't much that we could get into <laughs> no there was not there absolutely was not um i have a random piece of instagram tea though it's kind of related it is related to the season so 
because of you know the magic of the algorithm of not Instagram, I'm sorry, TikTok. The TikTok algorithm. Yes. Uh I stumbled onto the page of Daria. Um, I don't know if Rose is her last name, but her name on TikTok is Daria.rose. And she is one of the women on Clayton season. She is a Yale law student right now. Do you remember her at all from night one? She's black a black girl. woman. Yes. Beautiful, yes. gorgeous, she, she intelligent. I think he sent her home. He sent her home, right? I think so. I think okay. so. <laughs> if it wasn't her, it was this other girl. I might have them mixed up for some reason. I need to go back and watch it. Um, But yeah, so she came up on my uh TikTok for you page and I was so stunned. And this was before the episode. No, this was right. This was like the next day after the episode had came out. And I just commented on her page and I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, you were so beautiful on the show. I was like, I host the Bachelorette podcast and I would love to talk to you. I just shot our shot. I shot it. <laughs> so I don't I don't hesitate. Okay. I shoot the wind. And she was so sweet as she commented back and she asked what's the name of our podcast and that she would love to follow our podcast. So I let her know all about reality and wine. So who knows? We might be able to get a contestant on here at some point where her contract is over. I Meg is doing the Lord's yep. work. Yeah. But yep. yes unfortunately yeah. i mean she is absolutely gorgeous yes um we need to link her like tiktok in the show notes or whatever mm-hmm. but she did get sent home the first night yes okay she did unfortunately oh but gosh. now i'm on her tiktok and like she had this really fun party with her like family, family like she got watching all- yeah yeah you yep. know so we love that Daria yeah. we support you we, we want to hear what you're up to next yes. also like you're in Yale law like come on I know how impressive like literally this is, this is doing her thing and um Clayton bonehead move bonehead yeah. move not getting come on Daria come on literally come on seriously okay so let's go ahead and get into it first things first let's talk a little bit about our new host let me tell y'all Laura is clearly just I I know for a fact she was a straight A student in school because honey made some notes okay she she dug and researched and got the info on Jesse Palmer so the rest of us wouldn't have to Laura, I'm listen <laughs> this is what I will say it was like my personality in school was like the things that I like I went all out in aka mm-hmm. as I do for the podcast but yes. like math like don't ever think I made it above a seat because I was just like I don't need this. I can't deal with this you know you yep, I'm like yep. oh like writing English please like yeah love give it. me those classes every day all day but all right let me give you the host of Jesse Palmer. Um, it is biased because I only included the things that I thought were interesting about him, but he is like in his forties. We, we trust your judgment. <laughs> we definitely trust your judgment. He is in his forties and probably has a very accomplished life, but like, you know, these is what I thought were the mm-hmm. impressive things. So number one, he was the fifth bachelor, which wow. is important. I know because he um, has never been to the bachelor mansion until now. So the he Bachelor Mansion, mm-hmm, the Bachelor Mansion. Now I have to Google it. To make I sure didn't I even make right. that connection that he literally said this was his first time here, even though he was the Bachelor, because they did not start doing the Bachelor Mansion until Laura's about to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Fifth? Yeah, that was forever ago. Do you know the year? 2007 is when they first started using the Bachelor Mansion. Wow. So, and the Bachelor started... When did The Bachelor start? I want to say like 2001 or 2002 would be my guess. 2002. Good job. Wow. Wowzers. On John okay. Michael's birthday. Wow. Okay. For context, <laughs> Laura, what were you doing in 2002? How old were you in 2002? <laughs> what grade? <laughs> Let me think. Let me think. Um, Wasn't watching The Bachelor. That's for sure. I know, right? <laughs> 2002 I mean what that was the year after 9-11 yeah I was um, um I was in I was starting the eighth grade in 2002 yeah. so I was like 13 going into 14 in 2002 I was, I was still in elementary school oh <laughs> that is hilarious that, oh my now, now look at us now look at us here I know we were literally babies definitely not watching this show not even on our radar also fun fact now that I have google up there was almost a fire in 2018 at the bachelor mansion they Mm -hmm. had to they had a fire wow but all has been salvaged now 
but yeah, so he was the fifth bachelor. They didn't start filming in it. Um, his season was in, uh, they didn't start filming in 2005. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the fifth bachelor. He, um, does have some hosting credits behind him. Okay. He was on the ultimate surfer. I don't know if you ever saw it, but it was on mm-hmm. ABC. Um, it was like one of those shows that came on after the bachelor. And I mm-hmm. only know the only reason I know the show is because I watched it after it come on, after it came on the bachelor. Mm-hmm. And then he was on like a pseudo dating type show, the proposal. Mm-hmm. Um, so he does have a little bit of like being in the love space. Okay. from his season he chose his winner's name was jessica bolin um Mm -hmm. he actually was one of the bachelors who didn't end up with a proposal Mm. so like when they went to the final rose he was like i can't propose to you now but like we should date which was like very common bachelor number one did that um Mm -hmm. he did that there was a lot of people who i feel like have done that and we even saw that recently done with matt james like this is something it's funny to me because um and i'm gonna go off on a tangent but trista was the first bachelorette and she talks so much like in interviews that i've listened to her about how she felt so much pressure to choose someone and Mm. like trista's actually still with her husband and like it worked out really well in her favor but it was a has there been a bachelorette who hasn't chosen someone i don't recall uh, any bachelorette season ending with that i'm not sure but i don't think yeah been a bachelorette who just okay. didn't choose anybody which says Great. a lot about women versus men I'm just gonna yeah. say <laughs> you know so but yeah but Trista has talked yeah. openly about how it's like this major thing she had to find someone like yeah you know and the first bachelor whose season she was on he didn't even choose his person you know wow. um mm. this is fascinating but anyway so he didn't choose them they dated for about a month and then they split up one month after the final rose their total mm-hmm. relationship time was about four months in total Ooh, like that's but, given it's given you know middle school relationship at that point like, literally what grown person only dates somebody for like four literally. months like in a full-blown relationship that's wild <sighs> so that's wild. but a lot has changed she did get married in October of 2021 okay. which they eat they mentioned on the episode which I thought was very fascinating because it kind of gave me tone like he was like hey I'm Jesse Palmer like I was your bachelor and I just got married like it made it mm. seem like oh, none of the girls are here for me. Like, I know I'm hot. I know yeah. I'm attractive, but like, don't worry. The girls are here for claim, not me. I don't know. That just felt mm, weird to hear yeah. him say that, you know? Right, right. Um, that's true. That is weird. And, and to round us out on facts of Jesse Palmer, he does have an Aussie doodle. I have a Berna doodle and I just like people who have doodles, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, yeah, I, I'm still at the fact that he was, only the fifth bachelor I, they i mean they really dug into they had the archives to dig deep to get him dig deep, dig deep. Which, and honestly i'll say this like he just sounded like chris harrison 2.0 like he did. his inflections mm-hmm. what he was saying it how he was saying mm-hmm. it and like it was one of those things that like i didn't have any expectations which i just never do with the bachelor because i always get disappointed when i do okay <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted him to just have his own twist on it. Like mm-hmm. Wells, he gets up there and he's like super goofy and like, you know, like this, yeah. he can still host when he does stuff in Bachelor in Paradise, but like mm-hmm. he puts his own spin on it. Like yeah. Tasha and Caitlin, like, you know, they obviously had their own spin on it being women and mm-hmm. doing it in a pair, but like this was just like cut and paste. Yeah, I think so too. And I definitely think that that was clearly what they were going for because otherwise I don't know why they would choose him over Wells who was right there and I think who could have done a great job and he already has the recognition. I mean, all of Bachelor Nation is super familiar with Wells and we the majority of us was like, who is Jesse Palmer? But I, I think that's what they wanted. I feel like they just yeah. wanted some ambition ambiguous figure to just basically be a stand-in for Chris Harrison but I will say to Jesse's um you know compliment I guess to him is that he wasn't a bad host he didn't do a bad job it seemed like him and Clayton had some really great chemistry I just cannot see him hosting the bachelorette that's gonna be weird to me I and I actually because of Caitlin and Tasha hosting the Bachelorette I want a woman to I I would love it if they just got a woman somebody totally different to host the Bachelorette and that is the host for the Bachelorette and this is a different host for the Bachelor they can come together to do Bachelor in Paradise right or just give it to Wells like Mm -hmm. Wells deserves it or Wells exactly (laughs) yeah or just give it to Wells but I don't I don't 
it's gonna be odd to see him on bachelorette but he's fine for the yeah. bachelor you know if you had that. to choose a bachelorette to um host who would it be to permanently host the bachelorette mm-hmm. Probably Caitlyn Bristow. Yeah, I, I love Caitlyn really Bristow. Awesome. I think she did a really great job because obviously I feel like Rachel is the obvious pick, <laughs> but they're not. <laughs> she's not gonna do it, and they're not gonna ask her to do it. No, um, I don't think she cares. I think she wants to be do a lot more serious things than you know just be the host for this show. But I could totally see Caitlyn Bristow doing that. I think she would do a great job. Um, and she did better on the after the final rose by herself than her and Caitlyn. Yeah, had. I mean her and uh. Tasha had done all season together I think she just works better by herself because of her podcast it's her by herself with yeah. you know guests so I think that's just her thing so I don't know I would I'm sure they would love to get Hannah Brown or somebody like yeah. that but my god I would <laughs> yeah, I think I would tune out <laughs> I honestly I, I think Caitlin would be my top pick but if I had to pick like other people mm-hmm. I think Jojo would kill it you know what I didn't even think about Jojo because I think she, she gives would. me like she gives me like fun bubbly personality yeah. you know and but like, she has emotional intelligence as well right yeah right and also great. too she like is on like uh she has her own tv series yeah, called crash pad on cnbc mm-hmm. you know with her yeah. fiance so i think Jojo she already has host. camera yep i think her and then uh, she is used a lot in bachelor nation but i think becca Friend could also do really well they have a lot of people to choose from because i think she could too I think she you can know? too. Yeah, I think they should look into that and they don't have to double up on hosts. Right. Any one of those women could do that by themselves and flourish and be totally fine. So yeah, I would I would love to see any of them over Jesse <laughs> doing Bachelorette. Same. I just would. I just feel like there needs to be a woman in that role who can really talk to another woman. Like I love the way that Michelle was able to communicate with Tasha and Caitlin throughout her journey and have them there by her side. And I think having a past Bachelorette there as well, somebody who has been in that role in the modern era of the show not just yeah. coming from the archives to host it you yeah. know what i'm saying i think that would be awesome so yeah bachelor if you're listening you know yeah, holler just at here us take some notes help. yeah if you guys need some like <laughs> some ideas mm-hmm. tips and tricks you mm-hmm. know you know yeah. where to come yes yes but yeah let's go ahead and get into this I mean, this, the beginning of this episode was literally something that has just gone down in the history books. I don't think anything similar <laughs> has ever happened before. Had you ever seen anything like that before, Laura? No. So like when they start out this episode, they do some of the things that I like, like they do mm-hmm. the intro packages. So they pick like about five or six mm-hmm. girls and they give them like a three minute spotlight mm-hmm. and they show videos with their family and stuff. And then some people, they just have doing their casting or yep. like quarantining or whatever they're doing you know but Mm -hmm. like you know it's easy like and they ABC had previously released the bios and Mm -hmm. the names and the faces so like we've done some major Instagram stocking by this point we know a little bit about them and then usually like it cuts to like Clayton's promo yep and so we got a little bit of Clayton and then Mm -hmm. usually it's like okay limo entrances these are kind of boring but let's get into it yeah but this time Mm -hmm. we did not we had um I don't want to mess up her name but we had Sally Uh yeah and let him know what happened with our girl Sally okay sweet Sally um so Sally they showed her they showed Sally struggling pretty much soon as they started showing her in like a hotel room or something like that. And she was struggling because Sally had been engaged. I believe a, a podcast or somebody said that it was like it, her engagement got broken up, broken off a month before she went on the show. And apparently that exact day that it was, was the day that she was supposed to get married. Um, to her ex-fiance so she was having a really emotional day kind of thinking that she wasn't ready to move on she wasn't ready to be there um she was thinking about what it would have been like to be walking down the aisle and pretty much just her being heartbroken so she goes to Kate Cl- Caitlin Clayton Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> hey girl right she goes to Clayton and they have a conversation because she basically lets him know that she the, the situation um that she doesn't think she's ready and that she wants to go home and Clayton does not respond how I thought he would or how most people 
would have. This showed me how messy this season's going to be. This one instance showed me how messy his season's going to be. Uh huh. Yep. So to give you some context, because you know I got to show up with my receipts. Yes. Um. Here is the tea that happened. So Sally was engaged to her ex fiance, which that's in Mm -hmm. question right now, Avery. Now their wedding date was set for Sunday, September twenty sixth which is this time that this is being filmed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, this is important because her bachelorette party was in August. And as someone who is planning a wedding, this is like literally a month out, AKA like you've already Mark. put in catering deposits. orders, like mm-hmm. deposits are non-refundable at this point. Mm-hmm. Like we are close. So she was on her bachelorette party in Mexico the weekend of August 14th, which is um, the same weekend that bios were released for bachelor so this is what caused all the tea right was her bio because her her bio came out while she was on her bachelorette party okay what Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. all right like like she was on the bachelorette party and like eat like literally that weekend the bios came out and her face and name had shown up to them wow i did not even know that Mm -hmm. so do we like ha- has she explained this like because so, because nick and nick vial talked about on his podcast like what type of timeline are we thinking about if you were that deep into an engagement that close to your actual wedding day when the hell did you audition to be on the show right 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 so it's saying here what i have from like just like an us weekly article uh-huh. is that um oh, oh oh okay i lied i lied i lied here hold on she was supposed to get married September 26th. She okay. was on her bachelorette party August 14th. Bios were released September 20th. So within oh. a month, that's that's my okay. bad there. Within so a month. Okay. Strike it, strike it from the record. Like struck him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so she went on her bachelorette party and within a month, aka mm-hmm. the day before her wedding, bios were released, and that is when everything blew up. Because supposedly the yeah. wedding was the next day, and all of these pictures like were all of her friends being like so excited to celebrate the bride or like you know they're in Mexico so they're like Viva La La Sally like you know doing all of these things um but yeah so then she had to quarantine for her season but when they go into starting the seasons they make them like deactivate their Facebooks deactivate their Instagrams things like that but when she went into quarantine for the season her pictures on Facebook and on Instagram were still of her and Avery together Mm. and Avery apparently was commenting on her like not on her Twitter but on ABC's Twitter of the cast bios that were released yeah like kind of talking shit and like people were trying to take that and say like huh like I wonder what this is yeah all of all of this is going on is surrounded by Mexico right yeah so their wedding date's supposed to be in September or whatever. Now in November, right? Mm-hmm. Two months later, after all this is going on, she was spotted in Mexico again with Avery at a friend's birthday party. And they were like hugging on each other. Do we have in the timeline? Because <laughs> I am, we just talked about how math is just not me and Laura's thing. So I'm trying yeah. to, mm-hmm. you know. Okay, so we're in the timeline was her appearance on the show did she film with Clayton was that in October I guess that's okay. the only place it would fit so so here's the thing they filmed on September 26th right but you oh, know how the yeah. whole season is filmed before right. we see it right right so right. the first date that we're seeing this like episode one was filmed on September 26th that was okay and that was her right. original wedding date and that was before right. the first rose ceremony and all that okay right right now before this on September 25th, I know this is very confusing. ABC just released the cast bios and like these are the women that are going to gotcha, be there. Gotcha, gotcha. And gotcha, they gotcha. do this typically. I they say that they do this for like or like what they tell like what the public believes is that like they do this for to get people excited and to mm-hmm. get you talking about it. Mm-hmm. I also think low key they do this because they know that everyone's going to be a secret sleuth and like mm-hmm. find so out all this information see and drop some people yeah, before exactly yep. and mm-hmm. like kind of see what the audience is like mm-hmm. who do we like who do we not like who maybe said inappropriate things who can we edit mm-hmm. out from the season because mm-hmm. i feel like the past couple of seasons have just had so many pr mistakes right you know right, right. that like they kind of let the public do the work and just kind yeah. of see like okay who do we like who do we not like so when the cast bios came out on the 25th 
was mm-hmm. it because i don't remember this be- this was not on my radar was it in the public's or you know bash nation's radar and did it like spill right then and there that this girl was just yes. engaged yes. a month ago yes okay. yes mm. and i mean i even remember seeing this and this is like before we started recording or like yeah. shortly after we started right. recording so i remember seeing this when i used to follow all my spoiler accounts because like People went to her page before it was deactivated and then Mm -hmm. were like going into her tagged photos. And that's how they found all these like bachelorette photos. And like they were going on Facebook because, you know, people like once again, when you're online, like whether or not you like it or not, you're subjecting yourself to other people's whatever, you know? Um, So yeah, this kind Mm. of blew up and everyone was like, what's going on? Like, did she cancel her wedding for the bachelorette, the bachelor, Mm -hmm. like, you know um so I mean predictions here that maybe she tried to use the show to get back together with Avery or you know um maybe she like tried to go on Mm -hmm. um to like like be vindictive you know Mm -hmm. and be Mm -hmm. like you know I can be with other people and things like that Here's something Um, that came up on uh, Nick Vial's podcast, which I thought was um, interesting. So they were talking about the timeline of, you know, when could she have possibly, uh, you know, auditioned for the show or whatever. And Nick brought up the fact he was like, no, 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 it wasn't on Nick. It was on Bachelor Happy Hour, I believe. Mm. No, Bachelor Party, because y'all, there are so many Mm. Bachelor podcasts. (laughs) It was on Bachelor Party with Juliet Litmus from The Ringer. So she had said that, well, actually, once you put yourself in the bowl of contestants even if it was five years ago you stay in that bowl and they could just pick you at any moment or call you at any moment once you have submitted yourself so she could have submitted herself years ago before she was even with this Avery guy and they just kind of kept her on file or whatever and you know maybe she knows a friend who knows a friend who told a producer that she was recently out of a relationship and she wanted to go on the show like it could be anything like that or she yeah. could have just you know I put sending her tape on a whim after her breakup and just gotten picked we just have no idea yeah hopefully it'll yeah come out. I mean she could have applied for like Matt and it could have been mm-hmm. what like a yep. year since they casted for Matt and like yep. you know More than a or year. like yeah yeah mm-hmm. or that happened with Greg like he was originally cast for Claire yep. season and then they switched him over to Katie season and he was the runner-up you know mm. TBT to Greg right so you know what and this makes me think because obviously so much of what we see on the show is manufactured by producers Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if before we started seeing her little breakdown about you know her wedding day and all that if a producer had a conversation with her and maybe pushed her in the direction of going home maybe they weren't aware of her past relationship maybe all that stuff came out and they got wind of it and they were like Uh how can we you know, cutely get her mm-hmm. off this show while still being able to utilize this situation for some drama. You know, maybe they had a conversation with her and kind of talked her into wanting to leave and yeah. talking to Caitlin and talking to Clayton and doing all that before she <laughs> left. So, you know, yeah, those, those, or I mean, yeah. And I mean, what is what we didn't say is that, mm-hmm. like, you know, a normal person's res- not a normal person because I don't want to say Clayton's not normal, mm-hmm. but I would say like an emotionally intelligent response to be like, "Hey, this was supposed to be my wedding date. Like, I'm so conflicted." Would mm-hmm. be like, "I'm so sorry that you're dealing with all of this. Mm-hmm. Like, thank you so much for telling me. Like, I totally understand that you just got out of a relationship mm-hmm. and you were literally supposed to get married today. So maybe that in the two months that you know hypothetically mm-hmm. you haven't been in this relationship, like." you may not be able to fall in love, you know? Right. Like, I don't know. That's kind of how I would approach it. And you can go home and, you know, do what you need. Because honestly, because when she came to him, she wasn't, the way she approached him at first, it wasn't, I don't know what to do. It was, Mm -hmm. I think I need to go home. And he kind of spurred that conversation. And he kind of started to cause her, you know, her mind to start really moving. Like, wait, do I really want to go home? Do I really want to get to know him? Because he, I mean, he, he gave her damn rose or he tried oh, to. Oh my God. Yeah. He <laughs> literally said, I want you to have this rose. And you can see homegirl was freaking out because she literally called her mom. And that's how you know something is mom. like serious is when you have to call mom. And when you it- as a grown woman has to call mom, I mean, like, that's when, you know, I have, this is a big it decision. Was, and the, the first thing that went through my mind <laughs> is 
what the hell are the other women going to do when they walk into the mansion and they see somebody sitting there with a rose already? With a rose already? And also, Clayton, really? Like, that's how you thought you would solve this problem? Like, this is my first indication of how messy you are, Clayton, Mm -hmm. and how you and I Mm -hmm. could never have a relationship because, Mm -hmm. like, your solution to being like, oh, this person is vulnerable and opening Mm -hmm. up to me is not like, how can I help support you through this? It's like, what what can I throw at you just so you can smile and be okay? Right, right. Like, I feel some chemistry between us, even though you've only been sitting here talking to me about another man that you're clearly still in love with, or else this wouldn't even be a question. Why, why, right? what? You gave her a rose? Clayton. Clayton. Like, this I show. he was me- just excited. He's just excited about being the bachelor he- and to throw them but- roses out. <laughs> also, too, here's the thing. I think that there are so many, like, for example, mm-hmm. people who would have made a great bachelor, Rodney, mm-hmm. as much as I don't mm-hmm. love him, Brandon, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, people who wouldn't have made a great bachelor, Greg, Greg, yep. Blake from Katie season, like mm-hmm. even the winner, Blake, mm-hmm. Zach, Tasha's mm-hmm. winner mm-hmm. would have not made a great bachelor. Like, right. You know, I think it's not only looking the part and playing the part, but it's like everything else that goes into this. You have to have that emotional intelligence as well. This is like you're going to be a messy bachelor. It's (laughs) literally giving me like Peter vibes. Like, oh, someone's crying. What's the fastest thing I can do to make sure that they're okay? Yeah, literally. What do I have to say? What's literally what's the fastest way of validation? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So that's how we spent the first the first segment of. And she said no. She said no. Oh, yeah. Thankfully. And she said no. And... So, like, she also rejected a rose. So <laughs> she did Clayton... reject a rose. And I had, I wrote on our notes that, was this a, my girl's ploy <laughs> to become the next bachelorette? Because I don't, if you, if she wanted, but now I'm thinking, if she wants to be the next bachelorette, the thing for her to do would have been to stay. It would no, not but have I think been this is a, I think this think? is a great setup for Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, it is. That it's an easy it thing. Is. Yep. Cause she's she's cute. Yep. Like, you know, yep. she you can obviously yep. tell she has some sense about her. Like yep. I bet if I go to her Instagram right now, there are probably mm-hmm. a million women being like, I know this was such a hard decision for you, but like mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. did the best thing for yourself. Like I could totally see this be something that like yeah you know yeah yeah and I uh, can see her coming back and having a new story. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of questioning too that if if she would have met him and it would have been somebody else, not Clayton, would she have still left? Like if it would have been somebody who, I mean, obviously I'm not saying anything against Clayton. He's a really attractive guy or whatever. And he definitely doesn't look like Shrek. Um, <laughs> but you know, who knows? Maybe she wanted somebody else. And I guess we'll never know. But yeah, that was. But also T wow. is that I, I heard that people, when they found out Clayton was the bachelor, like mm-hmm. they did quit, you know, because mm-hmm. like nobody knows him. You got, know him. And he even said in his. Yeah. He even said in his intro package, I got five minutes of screen time on Michelle's. So like, I guess we're better than Matt James because like we had never met Matt James before. Yeah. So at least like we know a little bit of Clayton, but yeah. just because Clayton is messy, like doesn't mean that I think that we'll have a bad season. I still think we right. had a lot of fun in this first episode. Right. I think so too. Yeah, we did. We did have a lot of fun in this, uh, in this first episode and <sighs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, that whole situation with Sally was so wild. <laughs> Messy. I'm, I'm curious if she'll have a reappearance, if she'll come back and like, oh, I think I made a mistake. If we're going to get that whole timeline, which if we do, just know people, like, don't be fooled. That is 100% producer manufactured. If she comes back, there is no way that was real at all. Um, so yeah. I'm just throwing that out there now. Don't believe the lies. <laughs> like, there's no way. Yeah. Mm. I mean, and that. Yeah, I mean, that was literally, I think, the first hour of the episode. It was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then they had to pack a whole bunch in the last hour. They did, they did. So yeah, so we finally got to our entrances, which, you know, we have already established that these just put me straight to sleep. I hate <laughs> the entrances. I would much rather they all just be in a room and he just walk in and start talking to people, but that is just not how it goes. So Laura, what was your, what was a standout entrance to you? yes um okay so my favorite entrance there was a girl who walked up and she had on a beautiful black dress mm-hmm. and she was like um I want to show you my nips which I thought was hilarious <laughs> and I think most people think nips are like nipples that's what but I think 
Yeah, in Boston and even in New York, little shots are called nips. So oh, like the little so you knew shot immediately glasses. What she yeah, was talking I knew about. immediately what she was doing, but she reached into the side of her dress and she pulled out two shots of Jack Daniels and they both did them. And I just thought that that was like a fun, yeah, like I also cute. hate entrances. Like some girls showed up on like those like bouncing shoes, like those like uh like moon shoes where you like bounce and you do never all these would things. I ever. Never would I ever. Never. Also, uh-uh. you're wearing like a thousand dollar gown. Yep. Like yep. you're gonna no wrong. <laughs> Could not pay me to do that. Could not, Could do not pay me to do that. Like <laughs> you know. So uh, I thought that was like of all of they are also cringy. So of the mm-hmm. cringiest ones, like that was my favorite because I thought it showed her personality. It shows his personality. I always think something that's an activity is the best, you know, mm-hmm, as long as it's mm-hmm. not stupid. Yeah, 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 um, for sure. And the, the shot was I, genius because I'm sure he probably had a lot of nerves and that probably helped to kind of calm his nerves, kind of see that she was like cool and fun. If I had to do something, I think the shot thing is definitely the way to go. That was yeah. cute. I that thought really the shot cute. thing, be, I think the other, I didn't like this one, but I will call it out because Myra did send it to the both of us. Some mm-hmm. woman did show up in a bathtub and a bubble bath. Um, so she like instead of a limo wow. pulling up, they mm-hmm. rolled a bathtub and she came out. And mind you, everyone is in these like black tie, like regal gowns, and mm-hmm. homegirl popped out with a teeny eeny string bikini. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's bold. That is bold. C- could also not pay me to do that. Mm-mm, no, mm-mm, <laughs> no, you're not seeing the good since at least fantasy suites, Clayton. There's no and way. That, and that also too. Okay, so speaking of that, that's like half of what the women were saying, and it was so funny to me because yeah. again, I forget how catty this show is. Where they were like, I mean, he doesn't have anything else to see now. Like she's just put it all yeah, out there. Yeah. Like, Damn y'all! <laughs> like y'all are all right. Like. And they're mad because they're not bold girl. enough to do it. That's all. It's always all it is. Like whenever somebody does something that they that you really think is impressive, they were just projecting, and they're just mad as hell that they did not did that they didn't have the confidence to do that because that took some guts. Yeah, some guts. Yeah, literally some guts. And then uh-huh. you have to stay in that all night. Did she? Mm-hmm. Do we know if she put? Do we know if she put anything back on? I believe so. I don't recall seeing somebody <laughs> just walking around in a bikini all night, and I feel like I would have. Re- <laughs> remember that but But, you know a lot of the time you know when they have on those costumes they do just go with it and keep it on all night so she may have and maybe she just didn't get that much uh scream time so woo, you know so yeah that was our that was our those were the entrances again Mm -hmm. they're kind of boring I kind of hate them Mm -hmm. I they all start to blur together also too like they keep increasing the amount of people like what are we at like 31 or something like that now to to have to and I I guess they just want us to get like his first like impression and his first moment with people because even from um Michelle season it was really cute to look back at their like um real video of everything that they had been through and to see like that first moment that Nate stepped out of the limo he was the first guy that she met that was very cute to look back on but the fact that yeah. we have to sit through 30 entrances every season to get that, I don't think it's worth it. Wait, we have to it. talk about where The Bachelor shot a promo for itself, where The Bachelor gave us a little tip, teaser in it. Oh, Do you remember? Like, they're going to be in the another old- country, <laughs> right? No. Is that what you're talking about? No, no, no. No, oh, no, no. I'm talking, about the en- <laughs> I'm talking about the entrance where the old woman or the elderly woman oh, walked out. Yeah. Was it her mom or her <laughs> grandmother or something no, no. like that? Which is it was just a random her, woman. Her, her, it was a random woman because she walked out and it was like an older woman. You could tell like all these 22 year olds are popping out. And this woman, like gorgeous, that but like crazy. easily 63. She had like, white, you know, gray hair. Yeah, there was no yeah. doubt about it. And her she age. comes out in a full gown and Clayton's face is like, huh? And she takes both of his hands. And I know Clayton had to be like, yeah damn these producers like they, they, like <laughs> what is the like I can't send her home like right? what is the like, like such an know? asshole if he sent her <laughs> and she was like I'm so excited to see you and then she goes oh wait a second I think I'm actually here for the senior bachelor and Clayton was like what first and then all, she was like where is the senior bachelor because I've been waiting to see that show for like a year I really want to watch it and they're still casting it. And name something Insane. you're excited for in Bachelor Nation. 
senior bachelor. Senior That's bachelor. I'm actually excited for. Senior senior bachelor. I love it. Senior I can't bachelor. wait. I can't wait. And I, she better be on it. <laughs> I want Literally. her to be on it. <laughs> she better be on it. But yeah, so then she kind of, that was like a little teaser. So mm. I think we're getting it. I hope mm-hmm. we get it. That so would too. be one that I would be like, Bachelor, keep going season after season if I can get Senior Bachelor in there. I guarantee you the marriage rate <laughs> on that show is going to be way better than on The Bachelor. I, I would literally save the whole bet franchise. money. For real, because you're going <laughs> to actually get weddings. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, that one was um, fun. That one was really fun. Yeah. And then like, she was like, actually, I'm here to introduce you to, and mm-hmm. she brought on the second girl. I can't even mm-hmm. tell you who that second girl was, but she was beautiful um, though, but I can't remember mm-hmm. who she was either. So neat. So many yeah, girls. that tells you how, how, um, exciting limo entrances are. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. So <laughs> we had a contestant, uh, her name was Claire, uh, not to be confused with the best word, Claire. <laughs> Um, but she ended up getting drunk throughout the night, which is very impressive given that allegedly they have like a two drink per hour maximum on the mm-hmm. show. So I'm trying to figure out what the hell was she drinking that she could get, or does she just have zero tolerance? Like what, what was the situation? Zero tolerance or like, okay, also too. And I keep forgetting. Cause I also had that same thought and I was like, girly, you are sloppy mm-hmm, drunk mm-hmm. on national television right sloppy. now. Like mm-hmm. two an hour, like you put some water in there and like you know but I I also forget they filmed Claire's first night from like Mm -hmm. eight like Claire the bachelor not this Claire or the bachelorette from like 6 p.m to like 4 Mm -hmm. a.m like even even with Clayton like when he was doing the rose ceremony there was sunlight coming through the windows behind the window like literally the sun came up that's how long that night is my gosh exactly so I think like it just must have been so long like I bet by the time they showed us that like she might have been there for like four or five hours and I mean like she had like eight ten drinks on her like yeah that's a lot because like I also know too like I tend to drink more like if I'm in a social like I'm a very social person but Mm -hmm. if I was in a situation like I and I'm kind of awkward like I I want Mm -hmm. something in my hand you know like I want to have something in my Mm -hmm. hand and I'm probably going to be drinking it pretty Mm -hmm. fast because Mm. you like want something to do like awkward silence let me drink half my drink especially to be there for 12 hours and to get to talk to this man maybe 10 minutes right (laughs) and you're just in the background for the rest of the time like I don't understand why that night has to be so long and then they still somehow manage to still not talk to everybody yeah so the biggest thing the biggest thing with Claire's, I couldn't even tell you what her entrance was, but mm-hmm. they she did like go outside and play some like games with him or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then when she came back in from the games, we don't know how much time was there. We know that this is like producer edited and whatnot, mm-hmm. but then you just Claire just starts talking smack about Clayton. So mm-hmm. she's sitting in there, she's like, mm-hmm. he's not even that attractive. Like there was no chemistry there between yeah. us. Like I don't know what you got, what you girls are like getting in a tizzy about. Like, he's not even that cute. And you know what? I think that was, I think that she, cause you know, we're, we're, we're all like adults. You can tell and you can sense when somebody's into you and when they're not, I think that she could sense that Clayton was maybe not so into her and to save herself from the embarrassment of rejection. Mm -hmm. She just rejected him first. Like I literally think that's what it was or either that or you know maybe she was feeling a lot of insecurity like all these beautiful women are around and you know she's beautiful too but maybe once again she just wanted to reject him before he was able to reject her but my gosh she didn't have to go about it like that like give the guy a break that was cruel she she literally was like mean tweeting like his mean tweets Mm -hmm. in live format and I did Mm -hmm. think they cut away to one girl again there's too many girls right now for y'all to think that we're gonna memorize all their names but they <laughs> right. cut away to one girl and she was like it is so like I hate like Clayton's my dream guy like mm-hmm. and for some people that's so true like mm-hmm. you know like you just never know yep. the company that you're in also but also to you do know the company that you're in on The Bachelor mm-hmm. for this one guy like yeah. come on yeah you know was, but, and, but yeah they were saying like this is my dream guy like I would kill to end up with him like he's everything I want and more and homegirls mm-hmm. over here being like he's not even that cute I'm done with him so um uh, they obviously told yeah. Clayton 
you know yes obviously <laughs> they couldn't wait they, <laughs> which I don't blame they him. couldn't wait it's night one and that was just so egregious like he had to know like they couldn't let him waste the rose on her because she probably would have just who knows what who knows what she would have did if he would have offered her rose do you think that she would have just stayed around just for the hell of it or you think she yeah, probably I mean I mean I think yeah. you also too like I think she recognized like that gave her more screen time like you know like that it did uh, it just did so mm-hmm. honestly he ended up telling her he pulled her aside she kind of tried to deny it a little bit mm-hmm. but like didn't fully deny it and then again and probably what we've never seen before but even before one rose was given out we had two people who had gone home why are why do they want us to feel so bad for Clayton okay like y'all feel a lot after the final rose with the mean tweets and now we have this poor guy who seems very very nice and kind literally getting rejected before any any rose ceremony like is this just a is this like a, a precursor to the rest of the season like is he just gonna deal with rejection um left and right for the rest of the season like what is going on poor Clayton I know Poor I know. I feel bad. Poor I feel bad for Clayton. Because she didn't know, have to be like, such an asshole. And that's the narrative we keep getting with Clayton. Everything's like poor Clayton, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it was so, kind of refreshing to see on yeah. night one, because even though, you know, Claire doesn't get a lot of credit, because I definitely feel like she went about it the wrong way. If it truly just was that she was not into him, um, I think it's refreshing that she was just like, I, I I think that she could have done it in a better way. She obviously could have just went to him like, hey, you seem like a really great guy. I know so many of these girls are so excited to get to know you better. I just don't see very much chemistry between us. So I think I'm just going to go home and just leave it at that. That's what she could have done. And that is cool to know that because I feel like it's just so unrealistic on night one to believe that all 30 of these people are truly into this one person and this one person is their dream person and they can truly see this person as their husband or wife like it's not realistic well somebody in the group is not into this person right well and I think too I think that's why they kept it in there like I think if Mm -hmm. you had I think it was that if this had been bachelor five six years ago they would have probably cut that out because they would have been like we don't want anything to make our bachelor look bad like you know creme de la creme like Mm -hmm. you know every girl wants him but I think this made this so much more relatable Mm -hmm. to be like okay hey not everyone likes you you know again don't think she went about it in the best way but like Mm -hmm. it is what it is yeah, and I keep bringing up Nick Vile. If y'all don't listen to Nick Vile's Bachelor uh, recap, definitely tune in because he has some interesting takes because he has the inside scoop with a lot of these producers and he didn't give too much information. Um, but when they were talking about Jesse Palmer being the host, they were saying that uh, I guess the issue that came up with Katie's season is that um, some of the guys, I mean, you know, Tasha had just came off of being the Bachelorette some of the guys mm-hmm. who were there at the beginning of you know uh, Katie's season were really <gasps> behind the scenes Tee. and I feel like maybe that's why they did that thing with Jesse to where he yeah. did I'm married hi you I'm not available to you maybe that's why they did that so that and maybe they talked to the women behind the scenes or something like that just so they wouldn't have any type of situation like that but if that's going to be an issue have a woman host the bachelor the bachelor and have a man host the bachelorette if that's gonna you know yeah. that's something that you're worried about also but. too but like but also too and like I totally get that from on Katie season like mm-hmm. Tasha was just the bachelorette so could also have seen so many of those guys casted for her season and Tasha like originally Tasha and I mean yeah, look right. at her and the fact that a lot of those guys who ended up on her on Katie season probably did audition to, yeah, even though they didn't know at the time you know yeah. what I'm saying maybe they maybe they felt like they just yeah. missed out or they got possibly cut after the fact at some point so yeah yeah mm. I mean I do think it's super heteronormative to be like girls can't host seasons with guys on yeah. it because like you yeah. know <laughs> it, um, it really is you know but so it like, has been I an issue but it shouldn't yeah. be like you know who you're here for you're exactly. not here for the host that I guess that was one of the good things about it being Chris Harrison because he he looks his age and mm-hmm. most of the 20 year old 22 year olds who are going to be on the show are just not checking for Chris Harrison because he could literally be their father yeah so. literally <laughs> oh 
but what I will say, one thing I think this season did really, really well is there's lots of diversity. I mean, at least presenting, you know, at least presenting. Mm -hmm. We have about 50%, like I would say diverse, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and 50% white. And actually our first impression rose. Mm-hmm. Yes. Love black women. Yes. (laughs) Miss Teddy. And she is so cute. I really, really like Teddy. Cute. I liked her intro package. Just so y'all know, because I'm sure this is gonna get beat to death. She talked about being a virgin. She made the decision when she was young to not to wait till marriage, but now she's older and it's it seemed like she was just more into she, she I feel like she was just being realistic about the fact that things change people change I made the decision when I was very young I'm older now it's just a coincidence that I haven't done it <laughs> basically yeah. but she's not saving it till marriage anymore I don't think yeah it's just she's just saving it for the right person and the right relationship which is totally fair for her to do but so yeah I mean so Teddy's 24 she's a surgical mm-hmm. unit nurse we love our healthcare workers yeah um she lives in California and a part of her like her bio says Teddy is a catch she is beautiful smart mm-hmm. and a total hopeless romantic who is ready to find her soul's counterpart I think this next line is very telling it mm-hmm. says though Teddy grew up in a strict Christian household she lives by her own rules now and has no interest in settling to just settle mm-hmm. Teddy is all about instant connection and is looking for someone who won't be intimidated when she asks hard hitting questions on the first date. This is all very informative. It really while is. She's, she, yeah, while she is all about forming deep connections, Teddy also wants a man who can have fun with her and who won't be able, who won't be afraid to, to join her for a late night skinny dip. Okay. So they're definitely going skinny dipping. It's absolutely, this season. It's absolutely <laughs> going to happen. Yes. Teddy is ready for the real thing and just wants to share her heart with someone who truly deserves it. Okay. I think Teddy's top three. I think Teddy's top three. I don't think Teddy's final pick, but I do think Teddy is like, she is right in there to be the ba- the next bachelorette. Because when I Google, I Google Teddy to find her cast bio, there were so many articles written just about her exclusively. It was insane. And I think it, I mean, obviously it did come a lot from her getting the first impression rose, but I've just never seen it that much. It was like way more than normal. So I'm just not going to be shocked if Teddy is our next, if she really has a good show in this season and she's fun and has a lot of personality and she gets pretty far, but doesn't get the final rose. I can definitely see her being, being the next bachelorette. So we'll see. Oh my gosh. I I mean, I think she's definitely... I, th- I mean, she's the first front runner on the season for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Now I got to find her on Instagram. I agree. Teddy Wright on Instagram. Super cute. Yeah, she is. I'm trying yeah. to find, there was another girl who I was kind of surprised that he didn't give her the um, first impression rose because it seemed like they had a really good connection. I'm looking through like literally the women's pictures <laughs> right now, <laughs> trying to figure out what, how, what, who she was. She had like dark hair um he talked to her a lot what I think okay she she must look very different than her picture because I've went through everybody and I don't see her but it was another woman on there that I thought that he was vibing with a lot and she was one of the ones who was like you know how they always show the people who are freaking out about possibly not getting the rose she was one of those people where she ended up getting the rose but it seemed like he was vibing with her really really well but yeah Mm. it is oh and she just became um an aunt who teddy did you found her yeah teddy did yeah i'm on her instagram now send me her instagram Um, yeah i definitely will oh she was on clickbait today so i gotta go listen to that too she Um, was already yeah yeah something is going on they they usually they usually do those first impression like like um yeah like nate was on clickbait because he got the first impression right oh okay okay i didn't know like they always do it the first impression yeah that itself Teddy definitely, I think, is going to be end up being top three. Also, yep. I'm just gonna say this about my man Clayton. Like, Clayton was on Michelle's season. Now Clayton is on Teddy's season. I truly believe that. Like, <laughs> you know where I'm going with this? It's already wait, wait. First of all, you said Teddy's season, so he. This is oh, already. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I've already uh, forgotten about Clayton. Teddy, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I believe 
Clayton that he genuinely does. I think he's open to dating anybody. I truly believe yes. that about him. Like yes. some bachelors, you can just tell that they are not. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right exactly <laughs> but yeah Clayton I absolutely believe him I think he is into just anybody I mean who wouldn't be into Teddy she's absolutely she's job so dead gorgeous and yeah. she seems very sweet so and also too like we know they're gonna beat the virgin like they're gonna play with that mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. um I do think it was telling like you said she like had told her parents like part of her intro package she had said like if I make it to fantasy suites, I'm going, I'm going to go into the fantasy suite. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so it'd be interesting. I am interested to see how she does when he's dating a lot of women. Like she got mm-hmm. a lot of validation, like mm-hmm. at the beginning. And she I did. feel like this sometimes happens with the first impression rose winner. Yeah. You're like, out of everybody in the crowd, he picked me instantly. And I will say this, like, I definitely think first impressions mean like, obviously there's an attraction there. Mm-hmm. Like, physically like maybe even a little bit emotionally so like it gasses you up which like great it would gas me up too but I'm in I always tend to see the people who get the first impression rose like also completely lose it later in the Mm -hmm. season because like they're not getting as much attention as they did from the beginning absolutely it'll definitely be really telling because here is either one of two things are going to happen either Teddy is going to get like the first one-on-one date or she's literally not going to get a one-on-one date until damn near hometowns. Right. There's not going to be an in-between. There's and, no in, if and or but. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. 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 So we'll, we'll definitely see what happens with them, but who the show, my gosh, that episode. And I, okay. I wrote in our notes that Clayton is giving me Ari vibes because once we watch the preview, wrong. once again, and we see the drama, the multiple women, I can just see, Clayton flip-flopping like I can see him pulling up I'm picking you but hey hey wait never mind I think I made a mistake I need to go with homework I don't think he'll be like a Peter that's why I said Ari instead of Peter because Peter just wanted to hook up with as many of those girls yeah. as possible that was literally his motivation whereas I truly believe that Ari thought that he was in love with Becca and realized mm-hmm. that he was really in love with Lauren. And I genuinely believe that he made a mistake. Whereas Peter was just yeah. sloppy. Peter was just sloppy yeah. with it. And that was, <laughs> and that was just, well, it was what it was. And what I think, what I think about Ari season, like I barely remember Ari. Like mm-hmm. what I remember are his females. Like mm-hmm. they're like, they're just so many iconic people who came mm-hmm. out of his season. Yes. And I feel like we're going to get that from Clayton's season at, mm-hmm. as well. And mm-hmm. with like, with it being 50% diverse cats, like, Hopefully it's 50% more diverse. The women who mm-hmm. are iconic and the women who do end up being our influencers and like, yep. you know, who, who do those things. But I think this season really is going to be dominated by the women. I think we're going to get a lot of them, which yep. I'm excited about. Like, yeah, for sure. Clayton, you're kind of boring, which like is okay. You know, like. Which again, is another similarity think- to Ari because I felt right. like Ari was very boring. Like you said, his right. women were the highlight of his season and then his decision making was the right. was the highlight of the end of the season so I think exactly. gonna be the same way I really really do so I do I I definitely concur with that and mm-hmm. I'm excited to see like I'm excited to actually get women's personalities and like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. see the bachelor be the best worst form of itself yes yes this is definitely <laughs> like just you know classic bachelor back at the mansion looks like they're gonna do some traveling um this season which is exciting their so. big promo for mm-hmm. it and I think we talked about this a little bit is that like Clayton's going to have sex with multiple people in the fantasy suites that's like <laughs> the big like each season wait, has its big teaser wait that's not even the thing it's not that he does it it's that he tells them tells them together yeah. at the same time. He, <laughs> he says maybe low-key maybe that's why maybe um what's her name makes it Teddy makes it because mm-hmm. he says like I just like feel like I need to tell you that I've been intimate with multiple of you if if he took Teddy's virginity which you know virginity is really not a real thing but let's yeah, just social like contract, it is. but yeah yeah <laughs> If he it's a real this, thing for her it's a real right thing for right her. it is a real thing for her right right and then he he makes this announcement and breaks her heart we riot we riot at dawn <laughs> because i literally, like it don't do her literally like <laughs> literally imagine like saving yourself for like a very special like this like whatever you want to choose to do and then having it broadcast on national television and then this guy then says mm, and it wasn't just you 
it was with multiple people but devil's advocate even though i hate playing devil's advocate is that her (laughs) fault because why out of all the relationships that you've been in in your life which i'm sure he is not the first relationship she's ever been in Mm -hmm. why if you've waited this long and you are waiting for that special person why would it be on a tv show that's not even over yet if you're not the final person yet i don't know why she would even yeah go there maybe she just like i don't know I don't know. Lord. <laughs> Who this show's not so stressful? Right this person. show is so stressful. <laughs> but literally, literally, that's what I, that's what I'm going to be stressing mm-hmm, about now. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's also why, like, I think it could be really hard. Like, mm-hmm. if maybe you haven't gone to that place with someone before, yeah. yeah. Like, I think it could be really hard because, like, you know, like different levels of physical affection could mean different things to different mm-hmm. people, especially to a virgin like you know yeah that's true that's that's very very true yeah so i'm interested to see how it plays this out it's gonna be so crazy so who what are our predictions who i don't even we don't remember people's name yet so let's Who's wait the, to do the top yeah. three next time because yeah, i've gotten to know them. the women a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> right it's like kind of be like about between like 25 women is almost impossible but yeah we know teddy is going to be top three probably um mm-hmm. Yeah, and what what other predictions do we have for the team besides that it's going to be a hot mess with Clayton and his decision-making? Yeah, I feel like we'll grow to love Clayton a little bit more. Like, I think mm-hmm. by the end of it, like, right now, I'm like, oh, why did I pick Clayton? But at the end, I'll be like, oh, Clayton, you're goofy. Like, See, here's the know, thing. Like I think I- he's going to take us through a roller coaster. We're going to grow, yeah. and then he's going right. to do the I had sex with all of you, and we're going to be down right back. <laughs> like, you know what? We never should have trusted yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> at least we're going in expecting it so we can yeah. kind of tailor our expectations whereas if this would have been like exactly. a total surprise they almost should have saved this I feel like they were just so concerned with trying to hype up the season and get viewers yeah but I mean it would have been a surprise now. it would have been insane yeah you it know well. I think I think if we're this messy episode one, I think we're going to continue to have a pretty messy season, which will be so great for us podcasting, like Ooh. selfishly. Yeah. Um, I think we'll grow to like Clayton a little bit more. And I think mm-hmm. we're just going to get back to Bachelor, which like, for like we said, it shows us the best of worst of The Bachelor, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, um, it does. It But really, I think really that's does. that's kind of like all my, the major predictions that I have. Again, because like they spent all of two minutes on each person. I don't know anything Literally. about them. Literally two minutes. And yeah, and thankfully, you know, we're super excited. Like when we were talking about this yeah. like two months ago, we were just like, are we going to even cover Clayton's <laughs> season? Y'all knew we were. Y'all knew we were. That is what but we are thanks for riding for. with us. Yes. <laughs> thanks for riding with us, guys. Once again, Please don't send Amy spoilers. Yeah, no I know spoilers. that Clayton season has the, the filming has ended, but I have managed to avoid all spoilers. I don't know anything about the ending whatsoever. Thanks, Trying to same, keep same. it that way once again. Um, yeah, last season was so much fun that we did that. Mm-hmm. It really was. And really y'all, was. I want you guys make sure if you aren't already to go ahead and follow the reality and wine yes. Instagram that we actually yes. have. And Meg and I are going to start posting some polls over there night of so that we can kind of like engage with y'all and be present there up. But let us know your first thoughts on Mm -hmm. this like number one episode or any Mm -hmm. thoughts or things you think we should discuss when we do next round. We definitely love to read some of your comments on air and thinking about it. Yes. And follow the reality and wine um podcast feed because now reality and wine has its own page so if you have not subscribed Woo-hoo! i'm sure most of y'all are still listening to this on the planners and wine page we'll probably first post this first episode and maybe one more episode on the planners and wine feed as well but eventually everything reality and wine will be on its own feed so make sure you subscribe to that wherever you listen to our podcast spotify mm-hmm. apple literally wherever and yeah this is gonna be a good season we're in for a ride are you excited laura I I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I I hate to say it. Again, if you ever heard me say that I wasn't excited, no you didn't. <laughs> false. <laughs> Absolutely false. And as this episode is coming out, it will be on Friday, January the 7th. Make sure you watch RuPaul's Drag Race tonight so that you yes. can get Myra and Danny's recap of the first episode that will probably This is be my out This is my first week. year following along. Yes, so me too. I can follow along with Danny and Myra. Me too. Me too. I think it's going to be good. It's going to be really, really good. So make sure y'all tune into that as well. And we will see y'all or talk to y'all in a couple of weeks. Couple of weeks. Bye y'all. Bye guys. <laughs>